Welcome to the Tesla Talks Podcast, folks. It is the end of January, and with it, the end of January comes the earnings and, you know, the earnings of last year and the last quarter. We're going to get to that. But before we get to that, I want to introduce my guests, obviously. We have Dan, a.k.a. Northern Tesla. Hi, Dan. Thanks for uh, coming on. Hey there. Thanks for having me. No problem. Dan is replacing uh, Franklin this week. I'll do my uh, best. Yep. No. F- yeah. FSD Beta Canada. You've already done it. And, and, start. Yeah. And yeah, you, you've, you've, um, uh, what's I'm thinking of? You satisfied your commitment. That's all you need to do. It's <laughs> the only reason I have him on. <laughs> and down below, we have Darren from Drive Tesla Canada, the, the wizard of the Canadian Tesla news. Hey, Darren, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yep, and same thing. You're replacing uh, Franklin too. Not that it takes two people to replace Franklin, but uh, <laughs> you're replacing him. And he's down in the comments saying something about me right about now as we speak, probably. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? You guys have been on before, so no huge formal introductions. Just want to say thank you. Oh, oh, Franklin, stop it! He's already in there with the uh, with the super chat. Do you have a question? I can't even read. I've got so many lights in my eyes here. No, he, oh, he just wanted to. Uh, please, uh, folks that are in the chat, don't be like Franklin. Do not give me any money. You're, you're being here and participating. And even if you don't participate, it's just thanks enough. Do not have to make it monetary. <laughs> uh, but um, no, what I was saying is you guys have been on the show before, so no huge um, – uh, background and and stuff like that. I appreciate you guys being here, and uh, we should start the show because you know. I mean, oh, what I will tell you, what I did last week, and it worked out pretty good. And what I will probably do uh, this week and every week going on. I don't know if people noticed it last week that watch. For anyone that's watching live or anyone that's listening on the podcast, unfortunately, I haven't figured out a way for it to affect you, it, it, so it doesn't affect you. But if you're watching the YouTube feed or video of this after the fact after it's finished live like tomorrow or for the rest of the week i've broken down the topics into chapters so if you want a particular topic that you're interested in hearing just go in the description below and you know how youtube has everything in in chapters now and segments and if you just click on a timestamp or that particular whatever chapter it is it will fast forward or rewind straight to that part of the video so because these podcasts are sometimes over an hour long. <laughs> uh, I, f- I found that putting chapters in makes it a little easier for you guys to navigate if you want to see or hear something that, uh, you know, you're interested in and maybe weed out the other stuff that you're not interested in. Probably not something I should be saying. I should be telling you guys to watch the whole thing from beginning to end. But I respect your guys' time and I respect your guys' um, uh, energy and effort just to, to – come on or click on the button and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to monetize this in any way, shape or form or monetize your, your time. So that's why I'm trying to make it as a efficient for you guys. So going forward, just remember if you want to know what the topics are that we've uh, covered on a show, go down into the description uh, right away of the video, open it up and look at the topics. And if you see a topic you want to hear right away, click on it and it'll go right to it. And you can, you can, uh, skip all this kind of mumbo jumbo that I'm going through right now. So let's get right on to the show, guys. Let's talk about um, the Tesla Model Y. No? Okay. How about the three? No? <laughs> okay. No, first first of all, okay, like Darren and I were saying, the earnings call 
came and went yesterday and they had all the financials and stuff like that. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, other than what we learned probably three, four weeks ago, probably yeah, by three, four weeks ago, nothing, nothing surprised us. Nothing was uh, earth shattering or anything like that, that we need to even touch on in my opinion. What do you guys think? No, not in terms of numbers. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, th there was some, yeah, with the call, there was questions that people asked and stuff like that. And we, we, we can get to that as we talk throughout the show. Um, if you guys want to bring anything up, uh, just let me know. Or anyone in the chat want to bring anything up, let me know. But <laughs> someone's, oh, Franklin, I got to concentrate on, on you guys and ignore the chat because Franklin's going to make me uh, go off on a tangent. I'll keep an eye on the chat for you. Uh, we lost you, Dax. Did you mute yourself? Did Did Franklin hack in and mute you? No, still can't hear you. No, can't hear you, bud. Something get unplugged. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. There no, you go. I don't think anything got unplugged, so I don't know. I just got a pop up on my screen saying that uh, my mic was off and then I looked down and I saw it was muted and then I had to go back in and choose my Oh, you're muted again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we're going to try to just go off the default mic <laughs> and hope that doesn't come on again. I don't know what's going on. You guys can hear me now this time, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I apologize for that. I probably won't be needing this any longer. Yeah, I don't know what that was um, and why it did that. But let me know, because I'm not going to always be looking at the screen. So let me know. Uh, jump right in if you see my lips moving and, and you don't hear me. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is with that mic. I rebooted my, my computer and the whole system before I started like I always do. So yeah, talking about the... Um, what were we talking about? I've lost my train of thought. We're talking about... The, the greatest call. Yeah. Uh, so if you, unless you guys think of something that uh, with earth shattering or or notable, even even in the in the questions and stuff like that, I mean, I know they touched on the cyber tech a little bit. Um, we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. But let's instead of burying the lead, let's go right to the big potatoes. The 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 whole thing that everyone for the last twenty four hours has been talking about on social media, on the internet, on, in in every chat group and stuff like that is the model s the model s and you know what i almost forgot the model x and would you guys call it a refresh or are we looking at a whole new thing now uh the body is still the same so i think it's just a refresh for the interior i say the, ex the exterior yeah mm -hmm. like just a minor minor adjustments for the exterior i guess the bumper and whatnot and the, the fascia is a bit different but uh yeah, I'd say yeah, to, be, to be honest i was expecting more on the outside, especially for the plaid, um, maybe the plaid plus when it comes out in a year's time, it'll it'll look a little different. But yeah, I was kind of expecting more on the outside. Yeah. Now, I I agree with you. Um, I, I originally I thought there was going to be more, but then as I kept uh, as weeks were leading up, and probably in the last week and a half, I'd say, uh, kept seeing little things going around. Remember, we saw the, the kilowatt um, guy had. Uh, some pictures and stuff like that. Uh, so I saw that it looked very similar to the original. And then we even saw one, who was it that had one just last week or earlier this week 
of a drone shot of it being tested on a track. <laughs> and it looked very much the same, even though it was a top-down view, it looked very much the same. So, you know, I, I said to myself, you know what, hopefully it's just majority of it is interior and and because from the outside of, of those shots uh, that, that were leaked out or taken, unless you're a plat sorry unless you're an s owner it was very hard to see the differences now that we have it here in the design studio and on the website yeah you can see just like dan said there are some uh small subtle changes around the um the exterior especially on the front bumper it does you guys agree with me does it not look a lot more model three-ish and model i-ish yeah. that front bumper yeah, yeah, it it looks, yeah, it looks like a Model Three, except with the uh, no, like the little tip with the logo. Yeah, uh, that keeps with the S and the X. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, fog, the fog lights look very similar to the three and the Y now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I guess that that bottom venting area, uh, a little bit bigger and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it looks good. I like it. it I think it's um, it's a good refresh, and it brings the whole line of cars in line, for lack of a better word. And of course. I guess we can now stop calling it a Chrome delete and just call it a black mat yeah. around the, the trim and all the other parts that used to be Chrome. That once again brings all the whole line in line with one another. And uh, new wheels and stuff like that uh, as we go through that. I, but I, I, I mean, the outside, I mean, it looks good. The outside looks good. But obviously, um, the big thing is the interior. And first off the bat, let's just talk about the obvious. What are your opinions on a steering wheel? Darren, start with you. Um, it's definitely different. I've never um, driven with that kind of steering wheel. Uh, so I'd, I'd have to try it out. Wait a minute. You've never driven an F1 car? No, never. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to try one firsthand to give an opinion on like you're just so used to it. I mean, it's all we've ever known is to have a full steering wheel. So yeah. it would be very different to only have half a steering wheel. Yep. And then of uh, course there's the legalities around whether that's actually even legal in Canada, which I don't think it is. So. Well, yeah, that, that came up. People were talking about that and I'm not sure if it is. Let me just come out of here and bring up one of your uh, uh, pictures here that you, one of your tweets that you had put out speaking of the steering wheel yeah i don't know i don't think tesla i could be wrong i mean the first thing people are going to say is obviously the mirrors the side mirrors how tesla takes that off a lot of the, their cars when they first reveal it and then ends up putting them on as production nears cybertruck is a perfect example of that we know this so i know the argument is there that just because it's there that doesn't mean that it'll stay like that or just because it's not there that doesn't mean it's not going to stay like that so i get that argument but i have a feeling the steering wheel may stick now i'm i'm thinking tesla's lawyers and and trademarks and all that kind of stuff or just lawyers in general have probably done their homework and maybe it may not be legal now and i don't know i don't know about the legalities if you guys know chime in let me know but i, I think it may stick i mean look the way i look at it is looking at um uh, Darren's tweet here in this picture, 
there's a lot of stuff that they've incorporated into that wheel. Now I get it. They can, they can still put this stuff in the wheel if they just close off the top. Right. Uh, but it, I would hate for them to have to go back to the drawing board and then put in a stock, put in a gear selector and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Uh, Dan, what's your opinion on, on the steering wheel? Well, then they have that, the stone, uh, that on the cyber truck. A very similar uh, design, yeah. yeah. Another yoke style. Yeah, the yoke, and then they said that it wasn't going to be legal, so they took it out, or it was going to come with the regular wheel. But see, yeah, and with a truck, my argument would be they need it. They need an actual wheel for a truck for when you're backing up and yeah. stuff. That a yoke probably wouldn't be ergonomically correct for a truck. A car, on the other hand, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I think they can get away with it. That's the thing, though, is that we've never, like Darren said, we've never driven with with the yoke. Uh, I think a pilot said today that, like, as a plane, it works because you don't have to turn much, but in a car, you have to turn. So, uh, yeah. but we've never tried it. We've never driven with one, so maybe we just get used to it or see how it is. Or, um, but wasn't it someone also? I think it was Darren. Didn't you say that uh, in the source code of the site there was a regular wheel included? Yeah, that's right. There's a an optional. Well, there's the two options. There's the yoke, and then there's the regular steering wheel as well. Oh yeah. So, yeah, but that's really strange because Elon said they're going to be shipping these in a couple of weeks. So for them to not have what people are going to be receiving in a couple of weeks seems really strange. So yeah, unless unless this may be something reserved strictly for the Plaid Plus, maybe knowing that it's further down the line, like in the fall, and maybe they'll need more time to iron out the regulations and the legalities and stuff like that. And yeah, come next month and March and stuff like that, as they start shipping them out, they'll ship them out with the regular steering wheel. I don't know, you know, Tesla, you know how they can be sometimes, right? Maybe we should order one and see what comes. <laughs> let you do that, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Who I should? No. You you let me know, Dan. You order one um, because you're closer to me than Darren. And uh, I'll come take a look at it. <laughs> Mark in the chat says, you know, if it's extra sensitive, you know, you may not need to turn it that much. And that's what I was thinking. Just yeah, you just shorten the wheel travel and uh, turning radius. And it could. I now that may be dangerous. Like no, I mean no we already most cars today have a. Uh, speed a speed adjusted sensitivity for their steering anyways so i don't know yeah i guess they could do that very easily could they not i mean i'm, I'm not an engineer so i'm throwing it out to you guys that are much smarter than me and all the engineers well if you think of when you're driving if you're if you're going hand over hand uh if you eliminate that one full turn of the wheel then you're not having to go through that missing part of the wheel right exactly yeah yeah uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But that's, um, you know, that's interesting to see. I, I, I like it. I I think it's cool. But I've just today alone, uh, just before this, actually, I was watching. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch. It's a Canadian, Canadian guys called Throttle House on YouTube, channel called Throttle House. Uh, two Canadian guys. One's, one's British, but he's still Canadian. I think he's still Canadian. Uh, if you haven't watched Throttle House, they're awesome guys. They do some cool car reviews and stuff like that but just they're so witty and charismatic and they have a good chemistry between the two of them anyways they they put out an episode just just uh tonight before i went on before we came on here and they were talking about the model s and 
what dominated their, I think it was like a 12 minute video, what dominated their uh, discussion was the steering wheel. And same thing, the galleys and how it looks and how, if it's practical and stuff like that. And and then you you look in the comments, I was saying to, to a friend after I watched it, uh, you look in the comments down below and they're all gearheads, obviously to watch a show because it's, it's a show about cars and it's not just EVs, they do all types of cars, but they, they do EVs too. And um, it just goes to show you if, you, if you check out that episode, look through the comments, a lot of people are just, they just don't get EVs or Tesla. I mean, there, there's the Tesla haters in there. You can get that in any comments for any kind of car video. But just the EVs alone, they just they don't get it. One one guy commented and said something about oh, it has no soul. It's like, really? Are we still using that no soul argument? <laughs> I mean, that's that came out years ago when when EVs first started coming out. And last time I checked, cars don't have souls. So. I don't know why that's an argument. Anyways, uh, I think I've beaten the steering wheel uh, thing to a dead horse. So let's. Oh, there's, just... the, there's the other part about the steering wheel, and that it doesn't have the um, gear selector stalk. Yes. Yeah. It is. It what based on what Elon said, it uses the cameras and map data and context of where it is to know whether it should be in park, reverse, or drive. Yeah. Which what is. Do you... Yeah, what do you guys think on that? <laughs> I would hope that there's an option to do it yourself, but like I think the example was given is that if you're like if you're in your garage, obviously it's gonna either go forward or reverse depending where you are. Uh, but if you're still in the middle of the street, you should be able to go in reverse. I hope. Yeah. yeah there, um, there's an on-screen. Is that what you're gonna say, Darren? There's an on-screen option. There is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you know what? I I just hope they get it right. <laughs> and I know I know why Elon's saying that and why Tesla's going this direction. Just the steering wheel design itself, I know why they're going because they're they're looking forward, right? They're looking forward to FSD and and the future of of the car driving itself and the steering wheel turning and everything. For some, see, and this is where I think Tesla seems to drop the ball because they're assuming a world full of Tesla owners where all they're going to do is FSD. But I know a lot of Tesla people owners that love to drive, that don't want, want anything to do with FSD and don't want the car driving for themselves. Some of those people don't trust it. And some of those people say, yeah, yeah, I trust it. That's fine. But I just, I bought the car because I want to drive. It's a good driving car. So I think Tesla is sort of disconnected when it comes to that. And they think or they assume, or maybe it's just Elon, that everyone's going to want this car to drive for them. And I think that's the reason the whole one of the reasons the whole wheel is designed the way it is, and the absence of the stocks and the gear selectors and stuff like that. I think they're going in that direction, but I think they're forgetting some people may not want that. They may they're they're bringing people in this direction, kicking and screaming to some extent. Uh, one good thing about that this yoke is that it makes the screen visible a lot more. Oh, de definitely, yeah. Yeah. And you got to wonder if that's one of the main reasons they did it. I don't know. I mean, we could sit here and uh, hypothesize all night, but yeah, I'm not sure what why, other than the obvious. Or maybe it's Night Rider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark once again says uh, manual driving will be a thing of the past. Y yeah, for for some, but I don't. I I couldn't even guess what the percentage is for how many people will actually 
want to drive. And I know Elon's come out and said that before, where he said, you won't want to drive. The car is going to be doing it. And you know what? Going on long trips, definitely, you won't want to drive. But if you're just running to the store down the street or something like that, like, I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I, I love FSD and I can't wait for uh, the car to drive for me and stuff like that. But if I'm just running to the store, I think it'd be a bigger hassle than if I just drive myself and I get there and get out in and out, get back home for whatever I need to get. So I think Elon's doesn't see that fully, or maybe he's just trying to sell us on all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people, I know it already. A lot of people are going to complain that, Oh, I've got a, on a $150,000 car. I've got to take my, uh, my, my concentration off the road and, look on the screen and press a button to put it into drive because the car didn't intelligently realize I wanted to go and drive or reverse. I mean, if you're in park to get it into drive, as long as it knows which way to go, which is half the argument there, I get it. Like Dan was saying, shouldn't be a problem. When you stop and you put your foot on the brake and you open the door, I mean, our, our, our cars already do that. It puts it into park automatically, right? So that's the easy thing. It's like, it's like uh, you guys were saying earlier, it's whether you're in a si certain situation, whether you're in a lot or something, or you're in the middle of the road or something, and for emergency reasons or whatever, you need to put it into drive or put it into reverse. You want to be able to do that quickly with just, you know, um, just regular gross motor skills and, and automatically. You don't want to have to be like looking for a button on a screen. It would be nice if they had one of those buttons on the wheel itself that you could just it's either park or not park but uh, drive or reverse because we don't have to park it like you said we don't have to park it so it's just a matter of having drive or reverse on the on the yoke yeah and and yeah even even, even for go neutral too right so maybe it'll be those touch things maybe it'll be gesture based where it's just like you swipe up you're in you're in reverse you swipe down you're in drive or or the other way around <laughs> i mean who knows we're, we're all speculating now but um for the last 20 minutes we've been talking about the steering wheel <laughs> and nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that because it's been the topic uh, of many all day today so going on looking at the rest of the interior uh i love it i think it's, it's amazing what do you guys think of the, the the layout color scheme aside i mean the picture i'm showing for any viewers that are watching at home there we have the wood again. <laughs> Tessens in with the, the white with wood. Sorry? With the white though. Like in the Mall yeah. 3, you got wood and no white. True, true, yeah. So with yeah. the white. I mean, it looks classy, it looks fine. I just don't know. I mean, I guess there is an option. Uh did, is am I correct, Darren? There is an option that you can get carbon fiber and for gold uh, white. I believe on the plaid plus it it switches to carbon okay. fiber. Okay. In the Papas. Okay. And then we see they have, they went very similar, like how they have on the S and the, sorry, and on the Y and the three where they've got the center console area there for um, uh, Qi charging your, your smartphones. So that's good. That looks like it's very nicely incorporated. The, anyone notice the um, emergency or the hazard or the four way flash button is now down there as opposed to on the roof, like the Y and the three. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So this whole car, apparently, and we're going to get to the back seat in, in some of the other slides, um, but this whole car has wireless charging and Qi charging throughout. So for base, almost all the passengers, 
I, yeah, I guess if, if you had a, a fifth passenger and they were in the middle seat, then uh, then no one's going to have charging in the back, uh, at least wireless. <laughs> but uh, looking up to the screen, a 17-inch, pretty beautiful looking. I mean, I know we're looking at it in, in a picture. It's probably rendered. But uh, position-wise and, and situationally-wise, it's we, – we knew. We knew that it was going to be uh, uh, horizontal. I mean, if they'd went portrait, it, it would have been crazy for them to do it. So we knew this was coming. But how it incorporates into the dash is very nice. And I know some people, some of the other uh, people were saying last night, they're glad they didn't do it like how the three and the Y is, how it sticks out, almost like a pedestal. Uh, some people were saying how that looks almost, to this day, even though we're accustomed to it, it almost looks like it was a last-minute decision by Tesla, like it was um, uh, forgotten, and then they had to <laughs> last minute make a quick change. This one looks like it was uh, intentional, and it was blend, and it blends into the dash very nicely. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's uh, that's what separates the S and the X is that it was always like the S and the X already was it was built into the display, and so, so they kept that, which is good because it separates it from the three and the Y. You there, Dan? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I don't. It yeah. might have been mine. I have having so much trouble uh, tonight with that whole mic thing. So maybe it was mine. Did you? W did he cut out on your end, Darren? Nope, he was he was good all the way through. Okay, so it was me. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I really like the the design. It's I think Franklin mentioned it earlier in the chat that it's it's now a very simplistic design. The previous design was. Uh, I would say busy compared to the three and the Y, and now it's it's the, just that very simple minimalistic look on the dash, which I think looks really good. It definitely is, yeah. And 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 you know they were you know bringing everything together. I, I know I've used this word a, a few times tonight, but they're uh, bringing everything in line, all their other other cars in line with one another, because they've got the Airwave system too, which once again that's like the the screen, we all knew that that was coming. Uh, if it wasn't, we would have wondered why. But getting back to the screen for a second, it says in one of the, let me see if I can find it. Um, it says it tilts. Um, th these slides keep going so fast. Okay, it's a 2200 by 1300 resolution, ultra bright true color. Uh, and it says, see, it keeps going on me. It says uh, it tilts left and right, and people are wondering how how does it tilt left and right? But I guess if behind there is hollow enough or it's got enough room behind, it could just pivot left and right. Not a huge amount. It doesn't have to be come out on an articulating arm or anything like that. But it, I could see uh, you know a few degrees going left or right with within the dash there. That's that's pretty cool. I, I I wish. I mean, I know there's aftermarket and third party guys that um make it for the three and the Y, the little hinge that I think uh, Tech Forum sells down in the states. So you can make your swivel and stuff like that. But for a very built-in kind of stock look, I think that looks nice. Yeah, and if you've seen those aftermarket ones, you don't. It you, it doesn't need to turn a huge amount for it to make a big difference in in the viewing angle yeah so, yeah i think there's plenty of space there for a useful left right tilt yeah and then the the uh it doesn't have a hud a heads up display which i mean that wasn't well 
wanted i not wanted but it wasn't well desired a few people i remember hearing in the last few weeks were hoping that it would have it or wishing it would have it but we've got a regular binnacle just like the s the old s and the x and everything i'm showing you here in the s is the same in the x just uh more more room <laughs> for the front seats at least um but yeah it's i mean i guess that's what makes them premium and a step above from the uh three and the y so they have a a binnacle, and I think it's someone told me it was, or I thought I heard someone said it was 12 inches for that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. Yeah, or, I think it was 12. Dan, yeah. Uh, and, like, and like Dan says, uh, that's a lot of information is going to be put onto that. So maybe that's why the steering wheel is cut like that so you can see it. I mean, cars do it now that have regular round steering wheels design, and um, somehow, some way, driver is able to see through the top part in the hole, I guess. But uh, going down here, moving on. The one uh, thing I have to say, though, is the the one thing I don't like about the three refresh is with the center console, and I love how they did it here with that sliver line that goes all the way up to the screen. Yes. It just closes the uh, the aesthetics. Yeah, it does. I agree with you. Uh, I would, if you're looking at home and you're looking at the the pictures I'm showing you on a screen cap, I would uh, slow down and talk more about these, but. It's moving so fast, I can't. So we'll we'll just go down here. Um, in the back, this was something no one could have guessed. The uh, the back seat eight inch screen, like that's beautiful. Now, some people were on online last night were were hoping and wishing that that is somehow detachable, but I highly doubt it. Because if you look really cl closely here, you, you tell me what you guys think whether it'll be detachable. But if you look closely here where my cursor is at the top of that, that looks like where the vents are coming out for your HVAC. Because it doesn't doesn't look like it has any vents below other than the two USB-C um, uh, holes, the connections. So I would find that hard to believe that that would actually detach. But now do we know, okay, let me see what it says here. Oh, by the way, Everyone was raving that it's 10 teraflops of processing power, uh, which apparently equals a PS5 in the car. That's pretty incredible. Uh, so it, does, it talks about games and everything and uh, wireless uh, controller capabilities and stuff like that from every seat. I'm wondering, does it do more than gaming? D Darren or Dan, do you guys, did you get hear anything today? The I haven't does? heard anything, but maybe, maybe it uh, fit, like, works the climate for the back seat maybe? Yeah, that would be good if, if the passengers in the back could have their own control. It does do that, yeah. It, it does? Okay. It mentions that somewhere. Yeah. It does? Okay, perfect. Because, yeah, that you'd think that would just be a miss that they would not put that in. Uh, and I would assume, too, that you probably could play YouTube and Netflix and the whole uh, Tesla theater back there, too. Yeah, it would be nice if you could stream to those to that, that middle, middle screen. Yeah. Middle device. Yeah, from yeah, exactly. I mean, I know I know Elon is so big into gaming. I get it, uh, but I hope he didn't just make this beautiful thing here in the back, which is very useful and very um, people could take a lot of advantage of it. That he didn't make it strictly for gaming. That would be that would be disappointing. But hopefully, you can do. That. And you know what? Hey, it's a it's a. Uh, car company that does everything, almost almost everything, through over-the-air software updates. So even if it doesn't, and people say, because Tesla listens, 
one of the few thing, one of the few car uh, manufacturers that actually listen to their customers. And if someone tweets out Elon, say for example, on first release it doesn't do theater mode. Someone tweets out to Elon, say, "Hey, it'd be really nice if we could watch YouTube or, or Netflix uh, in the backseat for our passengers." Elon can easily make that happen, right? We know that we've seen it. Uh, what else does it say here? Fast USB charging. Someone, it, it says, oh, right here. It says uh, USB is even fast enough to uh, power your laptop. Now, is that normally? I, I'm not a tech guy like you guys. Maybe is that normally in any uh, USB C that that it has enough juice, or it depends on the car, or depends on the depends on the brick. So like the little brick that you plug into the wall depends how many watts that is. Yeah. Okay. So obviously that's got enough juice from from the USB plug or controller or whatever that it's enough to to do a laptop because obviously yeah. a laptop would take more than a phone. Yeah. So I think now I think my laptop is I think a fifty watt or forty somewhere on there. Jesus. While, while your phone's like a twelve. Twelve or fifteen. Yeah, I know something. Yeah. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Moving right along, uh, 22 speakers, 960 watts audio system. And and the cool thing about that, other than 22, and I made the joke on Twitter last night saying, I'm really disappointed. I was hoping they'd have 23, <laughs> obviously. Like the Model Y and 3 have 14, I believe. Is it 14 or 18? 14, I think. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm leaning towards 14, which is, <laughs> which is laughable anyways because I think that's plenty. But now this is going to – obviously trump it and have 22 and the interesting thing and the thing that i didn't even know they could do in a car but uh ignorant me when it comes to technology i know you guys are probably laughing at me is that it has um a noise canceling features so does that mean tell me guys this is what i think when i hear noise cancellation noise canceling features in a car's audio system. does that mean now you can cancel any of the noise outside of the car and just submerse yourself or immerse yourself in the audio that's coming out of that car? I guess. That would, that would, be, my, that would be my take on it, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's, and that's what, what my take on it is too. Does that not sound dangerous in some way? Because as a responsible driver, I'm thinking, you know, you still, as much as you can listen to great audio and, and jam with the tunes or whatever you want to listen to, um, you still need to be able to hear your surroundings around you, whether your windows are up or down. Obviously, when your windows are up, it's probably when it's going to make more sense. Maybe that's just a road safety part of my brain thinking that you know you need to you need to have you know your your you need to know your surroundings around you visually, obviously, but also audibly too. I think it might just cancel like the road noise because like you know EVs are a little, like you get a little more road noise than regular cars, so maybe just cancel that. Yeah, okay, then that, that would be perfect. Um, getting back to that, I'm just looking at the chat as I'm talking. This is usually what I have um, uh, Franklin for. Uh, the only thing he's good for sometimes <laughs> is uh, it. Uh, one, one of the guys in the chat says, uh, the Canadian drone pilot says, chances are the display, let me pull it up on the screen here, chances are the display pulls out slightly so you can uh, tilt it at, at the proximate angle. Now, I. I I know we're talking about the, the the front, but I'm curious if he's talking about the rear 
eight inch screen. That would be that would be interesting. But you'd also think that if that was the case, they they would also mention it too. The one thing about that rear screen is that, like, I have a four-year-old, and his feet are there all the time. Oh, true. I'm wondering why they didn't put it in the back of the headrest like most other cars. Yeah, because then they'd have to put two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, no, that's a very good point, Dan. I never even thought of that. Yeah, because my son, yeah, he tends to do the same thing too. And when I – one of the first things I did probably when I – I shouldn't say one of the first things, but within the first six months of when I got my car – for the back seat and i got to credit uh, my buddy ryan uh, nerds for hire he's been on the show a few times ryan got me onto this you know how it has usb a on on our older cars for our model threes uh, how they stick out of the back and and it's going to be the same for these usb c's and you, you can probably find the same animal somewhere online he showed me and he got me a set of 90 degree angle usb a's so it goes from male to female so they're they plug in and they're flush and when you need to plug the the actual cord into it it uh, it plugs into the left and the right and they don't actually stick out because sooner or later anyone's kids especially my kids would my son would have snapped that off if something was if a cord was plugged in there would have snapped it off a long time ago so I think it's a lifesaver that uh, they have these little 90 degree angle things that they sound they're dirt cheap. I think they're like five or $10 somewhere. I forgot where Ryan got it from, but I've showed that in a handful of previous videos last year, or year before. And I've had a lot of people ask me uh, in, the, in, in, in within the comments of, of that particular video where I got those. And uh, I think I have the link in one of them. I think I, I got the link somewhere, but yeah. So just, as much as that problem is for just the the USB plugs, I could see like Dan saying that could be a problem for the screen. Anyone willing to take a guess how much that screen is to replace? <laughs> four figures at least. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, four figures. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If it, it looks like embedded in the console, so it might be even more. Yeah, no, no, I think that's just a. I think Dan, Dan is saying this for the part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's inside. Let's talk about the specs a little bit. I mean, there are three of them now. There's the, you know, let's pull this up. Uh, let's go to the design studio. Come on, work with me here. Uh, by the way, when I thought about 10, 15 minutes ago that Dan was uh, cutting out and it wasn't, it was my connection. Uh, it's been fine now, knock on wood, but if it goes, uh, and you guys can still run the show by yourselves, <laughs> feel free to run the show by yourself, and I'll just come back in whenever I can, if that's possible. So the Model S, let's look at the design studio here. The long range, it comes in three models, or three trims. The long range, the Plaid, and the Plaid Plus. Was the Plus surprising to you guys as it was for me? Yeah, because I didn't announce I didn't talk about that at all. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it came out of left field for me too, which is a nice surprise in my opinion. I mean, it was um, nice to know that you had plaid and then you had something beyond plaid. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, these are U.S. prices. So the long range comes in at oh, this stupid potential savings thing. Let me turn it off. I hate when Tesla does that. So it's gone up ten grand. Remember how it was 69? <laughs> 999. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, sorry, it was 69420. Uh, now it's a, let's just call it 80 grand, folks. 
70, it's $10 shy of 80 grand, it's 80 grand US. Uh, and if I'm looking correctly on my Canadian page that you can't see, the Canadian equivalent is 115,000 freaking dollars <laughs> in Canada. And that, and you know what, with that, I mean, look at what you get, you get 412 miles or da, 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 what is that in kilometers? Uh, 663 kilometers. That's uh, pretty damn impressive. And like I said, that is just the long range. Now, of course, when you go uh, and a uh, top speed, uh, I mean, a top speed of 155, uh, 0 to 60 in a slow 3.1 seconds. Really? 3.1 seconds? Unacceptable. Unacceptable, like <laughs> trash. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, in Canadian, the top, the zero is not 3.1 because it's 0 to 100. So on the Canadian page, it said 3.2. <sighs> I'm not making fun of anyone. Yeah, no, even worse. Uh, I'm not making fun of anyone, but in the Facebook group I run for the Model 3 and the Model Y, in the Model, I want to say Model 3 group, somebody, uh, one, one of my members posted something saying, hey, in Canada, we're getting gypped. It's not 3.1 like it is. No, no, sorry. It was for the it was for the plaid. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't uh, one point nine nine. It was two point one seconds. So it was slower in Canada than it was here in in, in uh, the U.S. L let me just tell you, I almost <laughs> wanted to delete the post just to save the guy, but the cruel part of Dax said, "Nah, you know what? Let me leave it." So I left it. Oh. Some of the comments, I I felt bad from after a while. After I even I put in my two cents, <laughs> I I said, well, you know what, we we made it up in in mileage, <laughs> and I and I just left it after that. Uh, but I felt bad for the guy. Obviously, it does it does catch a few people. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It, zero it, to hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And and to think that it's going so fast that. That point two seconds, but it makes a difference. Anyway, we're right along to the plaid. Let's look at the plaid. That bumps it up from. Sorry, I'm I'm in the uh, Canadian version here. Uh, moving up to the plaid, it's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, but it's a tri motor, and uh, has different a few differences. It gets a little less range, obviously, you know, because it's faster, uh, and it has an extra motor, but it only gets three hundred ninety miles of range, but it has a top speed of. 200 miles which no one will ever use and it uh drops down the the uh, 0 060 by over a second to 1.99 wow has anyone done just insane yeah i was gonna say has anyone could like i can't even fathom that speed hey listen my car does it what's our car do like five seconds there yeah, about sr is 5.4 yeah and i think the long range is five or five five I think it's four so just under four is it okay? Well, you know what? What my point is, it's fast enough to to imagine that if my math is correct, two hundred and fifty percent faster. Like, oh, is it? That, yeah, I think my math is right. Yeah, it's just yeah. Or, around there. It's just I can't imagine that speed. Like, <laughs> by the way, in Canada, the Plaid version starts at one hundred and sixty thousand. Oh, God. If anyone's got loose change in their couches. Or GameStop stock. 
or GameStock stock. I knew we couldn't get through the episode without talking about GameStock yet. Well, no, if you got yesterday, you didn't do too much today. Actually, you lost about one hundred and sixty thousand, probably depending on what you had in there. Um, and of course, we have the big boy, the Plaid Plus, comes in at a whopping one hundred and forty grand. But look at that; they don't even. I think once again, they're sandbagging, and Tesla is so famous for this sandbagging. They're talking about a less than they, they don't even want to say now so they're just going to say less than 1.99 seconds and what's impressive about this is the battery pack obviously it's got to have a different battery pack in there to get uh, a range of 520 kilo, or 520 miles plus does anybody want to know what that is in kilometers 800? 837 plus kilometers like wow. That's insane. Like, even if you cut that in half, I, that's basically what I can get, or anyone with with an S SR can get an SR plus, not yeah. an SR SR plus, like on a full charge almost, or eighty percent, ninety percent charge. Like, that is insane. It's got to be the uh, forty six eighty battery. You would think so, but but didn't they say that they're keeping the traditional six eighteen six fifties in there? For now, I don't know if that's just for the long range and the regular plaid, but yeah, you would think it, they would have to have the the newest pack in there to get that yeah, kind no, of range. That's definitely going to be the forty six eighty, especially because it has the plus where they don't exactly know how much range is going to be. Uh, so that's why they're sandbagging it a bit because they don't they don't have the battery yet, right? Yeah, and and that could be a reason why it's not available till uh, fall, right? Yep. Yeah, like the whole discussion we had last week is, yeah, the whole reason is because they're, not that they're battery constrained, but they can always use more. And and Elon brought that up in the uh, earnings call yesterday saying, you know what, we're telling, we're, we're not going away from part battery partners. We're actually trying to get more. We're telling our partners, build more batteries, make, uh, make more batteries for us. And um, was it this week or last week, uh, Panasonic? Or CTL, CT, CATL said that they were or was rumored to be partnering with a Tesla for the uh, new forty six eighties. So they can they're, they're going to get everything they can take, and why wouldn't they, right? Yeah, he was quite clear on the on the call yesterday that he really wanted to get that point across. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him so <laughs> adamant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So. I mean, I, I don't know what more there is to say. Let me just say that the Plaid Plus upgrades is um, this is of course how how Tesla touts it, and you know what? Why not? Quick zero to sixty mile per hour and quarter mile acceleration of any production car ever, ever. Zero <laughs> uh, to sixty less than one point nine nine uh, quarter mile in under nine seconds. Once again, I've never gone that fast, even flying somewhere. On takeoff, I don't think I've ever done that. Eleven hundred plus horsepower, three high performance motors, uh, carbon sleeve rotors. Does anyone know what a carbon sleeve rotor is? No, no, neither do I. And uh, torque vectoring, which I think that's nothing new. I think torque vectoring. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is usually normal. And then the same. You think for the Plaid Plus they would have more colors or better colors or more unique colors than the five boring colors? Well, They're nice colors. Sorry? Sorry, Franklin had a good idea for the colors. He had a good idea? 
Yeah, with the flat. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it certainly would be an eye catcher. <laughs> Maybe a rat. I was actually I was actually kind of expecting more colors. That was one of the rumors I'd heard. Yeah. So maybe when the Plaid Plus does come, there'll be more colors, but. Please, Elon, please. Let's have some more colors. Um, and the crazy thing about all those stats we just went over is those were all around what the Roadster was supposed to be. So if this is what a yeah. four-door luxury sedan is putting out, I can't even think what the Roadster is going to be like. Yeah, I lost it there for a second, but I think it's every time I go to this site and they have that scrolling thing, I think that's where I lose the connection for you guys. <laughs> uh, but but uh, you guys are still there now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you go, if you scroll further down on the Tesla uh, Model S landing page, you get to see the the powertrain, and this was an interesting thing. You see, here, let me zoom in a little bit. If you're watching from home, uh, you can see if you're not, I apologize. If you look at the long range, they show you the, the rear there. That's obviously the rear. Um, and you can see the the motors, you know, dual motors, as, as we know. There's no Model S that comes in a single motor anyways anymore. But if you go to the tri-motor one for the Plaid, I thought, and, and the red obviously denotes the motors and drivetrains, I thought they'd be two separate ones on each side of the, the suspension. But yeah. and and there is, I guess there is. If that one uh, suspension wasn't away, you'd probably see it a little bit better. But uh, it's all encased into one drivetrain, which I guess is. I'm not an engineer, but I guess that's how they have to do it. Yeah, that's a good good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, very very interesting to see. And then uh, there's something else. If if. When I oh did anyone see this when they saw this back end here now this is how we're going to be able to tell the plaid from the long range they'll have a little badge saying plaid <laughs> but when I first when I was scrolling down I first saw this and they were showing and concentrating on the uh, back bumper there I thought it was going to include a tow hitch <laughs> I'm like what <laughs> and I had to actually read it before the uh, before I assumed that and then. What do you guys think of the new wheels, the new um, arachnid wheels? I like the uh, the ones on the X. The I think they're like more like the Y there. Yeah, those are really good. I like all the new wheels. Yeah, the ones on the X and and these ones. Yeah, no, these I like these ones. I'm not too fond of the. I guess it would be maybe a night and probably a twenty inch. The the one that shows in the design studio. If you just pick the default wheel, it looks for for a car that. Here in Canada, starts at what did I say it was? One hundred and fourteen. One eighty. No, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, it's actually not one eighty. It's one hundred ninety thousand Canadian. If you want the Plaid Plus, that's what it starts with. That's before autopilot. <laughs> that's before paint. That's before. So you're looking at two hundred plus the minute you throw autopilot in there. Not autopilot. FSD. Sorry, FSD. Yeah. Uh, one thing is the uh, the S and the X both come with the new heat pump. Yes, that's true. They've uh, finally put the heat pump in there. They realize that, you know, it's it's a it, so now they have the heat pump on all their cars. They figured out that it's something valuable and and it works, which we knew anyways with the with the Y, yeah. and we knew anything that was in the in the three or in the Y that was developed and proven. We knew that it was going to trickle down to the to the S and the X 
we knew it had to. They're they're the premium models, right? So to leave it out would be silly. Did they always have this? If you, I never scroll down this far, <laughs> guys. Did they always have this little map and showing you your distance to where things where you can travel? No, I've never seen that. No. No, that's new. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now this is this is Canadian, obviously saying uh, Quebec City to Montreal, Vancouver to Seattle, Toronto to Collingwood, Edmonton to Calgary. I've been on the American site, and the American shows American cities, and it, I guess, and and it shows in miles. But I guess it's just showing you that, like you can do these. I think the reason they're showing you this is they're saying that you can do these on one charge. Mm -hmm. Now it's not saying yeah. you can come back. Sorry. Um, I was kind of surprised that they picked these routes that are pretty low in terms of mileage. Um, they could all be down on the current vehicles, so I thought they would have. Unless that's returned, you can probably go back with it if you're looking at eight hundred. You could even go return, yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think. Edmonton to Calgary, you think you can go there and return on the long range? On a plot plus. Not a plot plus. Oh, we do. We we know that for definitely. But I, I'm glad they didn't do it. Do this kind of mapping for the plot plus because it would almost be misleading. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But um, I'm trying to remember what, what's the what's the range for the long range again? Six hundred sixty-three. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess on a nice summer day, <laughs> you, you probably could because. We all know how downhill, winter is. Downhill yeah. both ways. Downhill both ways, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just going, just going back to your uh, comment about the tow hitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw, but it's actually in the source code of the design studio for the Model S that there's an optional tow hitch package. Of course there is. <laughs> so that might be coming. Yes. Okay. Well, didn't maybe you guys know? I can't remember. Did the S always have an option for a tow hitch? No, the the X is the at X. its standard, but uh, there's been nothing nothing um, factory from the S for the S. Okay, yeah. Okay, so very interesting to know. Uh, and then if you scroll down even further, like I mean, this is like I'm scrolling so many so far down. I feel like I'm in in the ocean in fathoms. Like I'm seeing things I've never seen before. And then like it gets black, and then talks about the specs. So this whole this whole podcast has been let's explore the model s page <laughs> that's what i should title this this episode because this is basically what we're doing and look you can even go down even more and then you get you, you hit the bottom you know how you know you hit the bottom where you get all this stuff at the bottom here that's how you know R riveting episode of a uh, tesla podcast i can just see i can see uh franklin tomorrow morning saying you idiot you just Agent talked about it for the week. This is the news. This is Tesla news, right? Exactly. Do we need to? Well, we, we can go through some of these pictures. Do you guys want to add anything while I uh, uh, get rid of this and queue up another screen? Talk amongst yourselves. Well, I think we covered most of the S there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know what? I mean, we can go through the oh. X, but. Um, like I said, it's it's towing. Sorry, not the towing. The, the ranges are obviously, and the times are obviously going to be different. The one thing we kind of miss is that uh, back to that screen with the uh, the horizontal screen where the with the Witcher. 
a lot of, myself and a lot of other people thought that that was just like Netflix or something. But if you look closely, it's the games. Uh, so definitely getting Witcher as a game. Yes, we're apparently we are. And uh, what did you say before we went on? Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. Uh, Elon tweeted again today about the, it's also going to be coming soon. But only for the Cybertruck. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? We could talk about the Cybertruck while while we can a bit. Um, he mentioned a few things about the Cybertruck. Uh, he said, basically, not his words, mine, but he said, basically, pencils down, the design and the tweaking is over. Uh, anyone else wish he would tell us like he promised back in November? Yeah. <laughs> Just show us a picture, like, and maybe there's nothing different. Uh, but at least give us an update like you promised. Or or maybe there is no update. Maybe maybe he realized, you know what? I told those guys I'd give him an update, but there's really nothing to say. Who knows? But I wish any kind of I, – I'm so starved for Cybertruck news that anything uh, would do. I mean, I'm, I'm watching that guy on YouTube fly his drone over every single day. Even last week it was raining. And I was watching it in the rain where no workers were there. It was like, it was like you couldn't see more than like fifty feet in front of you because it was foggy and everything. And it was still like I was still watching to see what they've done. And I should actually look for the picture. There was a picture circulating today or yesterday where three months ago, and I think you you even showed it right, Darren, or you did an article about it. Where it is today? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And the, the Giga Factory, uh, Texas Giga, yeah, uh, and it's they've come so far uh, in three months, and somebody in Facebook group I run, the uh, I, I posted the article saying I forget what the article was, but anyways, I posted something saying that uh, it's coming probably not till next. Year. Elon said uh, that it was going to happen, and somebody said, uh, you know what? they'd be surprised if anything comes out uh, this year. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, because those his words, we'd be lucky if we get a, a few out before the end of the year. Does anyone else think he's sandbagging once again? Or is it just wishful thinking on my part? <laughs> well, did he mention on the conference call that it was going to be 2021 deliveries? Well, no, he mentioned, no, I think on the website it says 21 deliveries, late 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he said everything's coming along like what I was I got off on a tangent talking about that picture and the drone shots but yeah he said pencils down they finished all the tweaking and stuff like that now they're working on the production side of it and they're in the process of ordering or they've ordered and they're waiting for it to be manufactured an eight what is it an eight thousand ton eight, 8,000 ton press, right? Is yeah. that what it, yeah. yeah. We thought, and, and, and they come, and of course everyone compared it to uh, press for their casting. And that was 6,000 tons. Yeah. six thousand. It's just mind boggling. 6,000 tons. It's like, it's like saying ton, ton. <laughs> so yeah. So this one is going to be, you know, 33% more powerful or bigger. Uh, and it's, and, and he, they talked about it and, and did he not say in one of the tweets last, last week or the week before where he said the Cybertruck's going to float? 
he was, yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, he was responding to somebody, and he said it's going to float. So this whole, we all know that the Cybertruck is going to be exactly like the Y, where it's going to be a, a single structure, like we talked about last week, with the pack and everything. So if the bottom part is going to be a, a solid structure, then yeah, I can see why it's going to float. It's going to be one single casting. So they're probably a little bit, he says. Of it only float for a little bit. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Don't it out. Yeah, because it's gonna be probably what six or seven ton vehicle. So yeah, I wouldn't expect that to float too long. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it obviously, you know, all these kind of things where he says it's one of those dentless body panels or indestructible, and then on on. Uh, announcement day that uh, Franz took us. Of course, we all know the ball and the and the windshield, uh, the glass. Like for the obvious reasons, when I say I, I wish they didn't do it, <laughs> at least the demonstration. I wish they didn't talk about it because I don't know. I remember. I know you guys have mentioned it. We've talked about it, but I forget. Are you guys getting a Cybertruck? You have one on order. I might, but pending the uh, the FSD news today or yesterday, I might not. But we'll see how it plays out. Darren, I do have one on order. Yeah. Okay. Correct me for oh, tell me if you agree with me. I when I get this, I mean, for one, it's going to look weird, and and I don't know if I'll get it early or late. Obviously, if you get it early, it'll look weirder, and it'll. They have a flock of interest. If you get it later, obviously not as much, but that'll take a while to die down anyways. But my point is, I don't want people, especially teenagers and young stupid kids, going up to it, trying to kick it, trying to scratch it. Because, you know, they didn't say anything about scratch. They're trying to scratch it anyways, you know. And stainless steel will still scratch. You can buff it out easily, apparently, but it still will scratch. So even though it doesn't have paint. So I don't want anyone touching my car. I'm just that type of person. Uh, my car that I have now, my wife's car, even though it's got tons of scratches from my son on it already, because uh, it has no paint protection film on it. But even with the subject, I don't want anyone hitting hitting the glass with anything, trying to see if it will shatter and then running off if it does, even if they're caught on. You know, I mean, how century videos we're gonna get online of people doing that when it's first released? Yeah, <laughs> think of it. I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And for that reason alone is why I wish they would be like, hush, hush about it. And like, okay, it does it. Let's not do a demo on freaking stage. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's okay. That's the Cybertruck. Yeah, they talked about that. Uh, and then he said, like I said, like I reiterated, they're hoping to maybe get a few out before the end of the year and he and i think his his words were if we're lucky again i think he's sandbagging because i look at what they've done in three months and i can't imagine in another six months which is just six months away is the beginning of august which is still the the i guess i guess the middle of, of i still think they could get stuff going now i know a lot of people say that that's they're getting ready because the Y is going to be manufactured there first. I get it. But you, you mean to tell me that they're doing everything for the Y and they're totally ignoring the 
Cybertruck part of the plant? No, they're obviously doing it, but they're obviously going to do both as quickly as they can. So I don't know. I still think he's sandbagging because I think Tesla's figured out their secret sauce is to under-promise and over-deliver. And uh, it's worked for them up to now in the most recent uh, times, and I don't see that that's going to stop. I think they're going to continue to do that. I think they've had some success with that, with the Y, uh, with the Model S. Ah, mind you, rumored since 2019, so maybe not. Maybe the Model S isn't a good example, but the Plaid is a good example because they're saying late, late uh, this year for the Plaid Plus, but watch, mark my words, by summer, they'll start the Plaid Plus. What do you think? Uh, in terms of the Cybertruck, I hope you're right. I hope they're, that he's sandbagging that if we're lucky part, but I'm not holding my breath. I think we're going to see deliveries early 2022 for the Cybertruck. And then that means for Canada, probably mid to late 2022. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we'll always be later, right? I mean, we do have, sorry, making a lot of noise, dropping a lot of stuff. Um, we do have the better geographical location with the truck now being in Texas a little bit closer, is it not, than, than or a little more central at least, than on the West Coast. That that should shave off a couple days. <laughs> yeah, it might. So I don't know. I, I'm just keeping my hopes up, I guess, and I'll probably be disappointed, but I'd like to see um, something come up. Uh, the end of the year now not me but somebody get get it by the end of the year i i you know what I'd, I'd like to see someone some deliveries even if it's a handful and it goes out to to uh, staff members first or board members first which is what they tend to do with new new things so they can and, and you know and of course they're gonna do people in california first or i guess they won't they'll do because it's be, it's going to be closer. They were always doing California first for the for the three and the Y because if there was any issues, they can bring it back quickly and and, uh, and fix it. But this is going to be Texas now, so yeah. Be, yeah I think it was to employees first, like they did with the Y in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. So I know I've had this screen up the whole time we're talking about the Cybertruck, but yeah. So what else did they? What else? Uh, goodies that we learn in the oh we learned that he has no or they have no intentions of an fsd transfer yeah that that came out early that was one of, i think that was question number two yeah and and that i don't know i was a little disappointed but you know what realistic do it i think i said in 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 one of the most recent podcasts too that I would love to see it. I think it. I think they deserve to do that, uh, or has had it for a while. They deserve that as a, a loyalty perk of some sort. But with that said, I didn't think they were going to do it only because, and and Elon even mentioned it in, on the call, is because of the subscription model that's coming out. I think they think that will answer the uh, people's desires and questions. Well, my concern would be: What if your car gets in an accident and you don't you don't have anything to trade in? Oh, buddy, you're, it's happened already right? down in the states up here. You're, you're SOL. Yeah, 
like I know right now that if my car was uh, written off tomorrow, heaven forbid, um, yeah, what what they will give you with a lot of insurance companies now have replacement value, whether it's two, three, or I think some companies even have five years. Um, I have a family member that works in insurance, so that's how I know this stuff. Uh, I know that they will give you the price, the sticker price, not even a sticker price, the invoice price of the car you purchased. So unless you got it with the originally, like with the car, like, so for example, if you paid 80,000 here in Canada for the car, uh, that's what they will cut you a check for. And that's what you will go out. If anything is different in terms of, uh, to get FSD or any other uh, add-ons, that's your out of your own pocket. So for someone like me that got FSD at a bargain basement price, and I'm so glad I did, yeah, I'd be SOL because, or for even people that purchased it, the ten grand and they purchased it afterwards, and it's not on that invoice, insurance isn't going to pay you out for that. Oh. Yeah. People have. Uh, contacted their insurance companies and you can adjust your policy and then they up it. I don't think it works the same way, same way, way here in Ontario because insurance is different in every province and maybe it isn't down in the States. I'm not, I'm ignorant to what it is in the States. I apologize, but here in Canada, it's province Ontario. I don't believe they do that where you can put like a, a binder or any kind of add on to your insurance, to your auto policy at least. Yeah, you can't do that here in BC either. I, yeah, I tried. Yeah, and you and in BC, it's public insurance, right? Uh, the basic insurance is um, through um, ICBC, the the provincial okay. insurance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but then, you, can, and then, you can go to third party for third additional, party. Yeah, like additional coverage. Yeah, yeah. And then Quebec, Quebec is just. <laughs> A different animal itself <laughs> like they don't adhere or belong to any of the rules that the other provinces belong to so i wouldn't even guess what quebec is but they have a very good incentive program and rebate program so that's not so yeah so they talked about uh fsd and he disappointed us all about that and he but he did reiterate when he touched on the subscription model he did he not Sorry, you cut out there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, connection problems again. I apologize. He did say when he talked about the FSD subscription model, he did say that it's coming out next month or more information will be given next month. Yeah, he said a month or two come out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else did he, that I'm missing that he talked about on the yeah, uh, call? Just touching back with the FSD, uh, he did say that trade ins would uh, you take full value. So, I'm not sure if he meant uh, full value at the time you purchase it or what it is now, but he said you'll get uh, credit in terms of if you, if you trade in Tesla. Yeah, did, did he say full value or did he say a well, valued he, amount? He didn't say it was, it would be valued in the trade in. So, like, I got it when it was 8,000. Am I going to get 8,000 for it? Or if it's worth 10,000 now, am I going to get 10,000 for it? Right? Yeah. yeah, true. Because, you know, they know. There's no, there's no doubting that. They know I paid twenty seven hundred. They know you paid eight thousand. They know someone else bought it yesterday, paid ten six, right? So they know. Yeah, they get a value for it, but I know um, 
my buddy Paul Tesla Connect. He he traded his in recently, and he can tell you when he traded in his three. He did not. I forget how much. He, I think he bought his originally. Like he didn't even get the discount price. He bought it originally from back in 2018, and I forget how much it was then. And because it was an enhanced autopilot, so. But he he said either way he didn't get what he thought he should have got for for FSD. And right. I've heard some stories down in the states where people aren't getting anything for it. Yeah, they don't include anything. I think when uh, when they're trying to make their million uh, deliveries last month, they sent me an email because they wanted my three, and they sent me a quote, and the quote did not include FSD. Yeah, was it was it insulting? Uh, when you don't include FSD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty low. I think it was thirty six thousand. Yeah, they um really what you, what year is your car? Twenty twenty. Okay, here's the newer. Yeah, yeah. Because because the uh, sales guy from Oakville emailed me today and he says, uh, "I know we talked in August of last year." He goes, "Are you still interested?" He goes, "Because if you are uh, interested in trading in there, we do have some on the lot now that you could get within the next few days." Else, he said next month or the month after. And I said, listen, I, A, I'm not interested, but when I was interested, you guys gave me, not them themselves, but Tesla gave me an insulting their trade-in value. And I said, unless they can do better uh, than that, unless you can do better than that, I, I'm not interested, which I'm not interested in. I, I like my three. And then he got back to me and he said, uh, well, you'd have to go through the online part of it and go through the trade-in uh, link and he sent me a link but i'm like no they should tesla head office should give the dealers or the salespeople, um and i know they won't but i'm thinking they should give them the leeway to find out the pricing for the customer yeah yeah i, I don't know what what's going on with the trading values because i was chatting with someone just this week he has a 2019 um sr plus and his trading, I don't think he had FSD. His trading came in at twenty eight thousand six hundred. Sorry, what what did he have? A twenty nineteen twenty nineteen SR three, thirty thousand kilometers. So nothing, not wow. an extreme amount of kilometers, and it was twenty eight thousand six hundred. Yeah, see, it, it's that kind of stuff. And that was recent, within twenty. This, like yeah, this that was this week. That was this week. Oh wow! See, I remember them saying. Uh, I spoke to another Tesla rep. And he admitted, or he came out and told me that the last time I had a, a a quote, which was around Christmas time when they were doing the big giant push, we all know how how strong they were pushing then. Um, that's where the insulting offer came in. Be, to be quite honest, I did get another offer back probably in the fall, which was a fairly good offer. And if I was going to do something, I probably should have should have taken advantage of that offer because that compared to what I got two months later was was hugely different but he did say that they were in offers or head office was locking in trade-in offers at a certain amount and they weren't going over that now that that's been unlocked because they're doing the push now the a quite favorable different offer than you were getting back in, in december so who knows like i said i'm not interested so i didn't bother uh, pursuing that any further but um what else i, I mean is there anything i have got a, a slide here of some uh 
model s shots and, and tweets and stuff like that some from different people is there anything uh worth talking about oh well, one part touch, of it just touching back on the fsd i wouldn't be a good uh, franklin replacement if i didn't mention this but the uh he didn't mention the fsd beta there's about a thousand people now in the states that have it yeah he did say that uh, and you know what i wish he'd asked some he, he touched on canada or norway yeah, uh, no. unfortunately yeah. he didn't Thousand people. I'm quite impressed. I didn't think it was that big. Did, did that come to a shock? As a shock to anyone else here? I knew there was a lot of people that are obviously making the videos that we've seen, but there's a lot of people with the non-disclosure agreements that uh, aren't talking about it. So I don't think it's sure. that much. Of a shock. Uh, yeah, and video, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else, Darren? I know you're you're the in guy as much as Dan is in terms of. Um, um, things that I might have forgotten or missed from yesterday? Yesterday? No, nothing's jumping out. No? Okay. Um, Tesla van. Oh, yeah, he talked about the van. Uh, but he, he talked about it, but he didn't He didn't sound like, and I think he came out and said at one point that it wasn't really pressing for him or for them. Like, they'll do one. He, didn't, he, didn't he say, yeah, we'll do one eventually? <laughs> yeah, and was it going to be a passenger van? It was going to be a commercial van. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. I, I think they should do a commercial van. Um, I think they have that's with the, the commercial side of it than, than the passenger side of it. Did you think they were going to make a safari van? Like, oh. I, I think they I, the way they look at it is that's what the X is for. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a big market, right? Like, that's why I think, um, is it Rivian that's doing it right now? With Amazon uh, or UPS or I think Amazon, they're they're smart, right? It's a big market, and if they can uh, capitalize on that, why not? Uh, I'm just going through the chat here to see. I, I I apologize, folks, if you had any questions. Concentrating on on getting out the the news there with the S and stuff like that, and then we had those uh, connection problems, so I've neglected the chat. I I apologize. I'll uh, try to do better next week. Now that um, uh, Franklin's uh, no longer with us, he's passed off, passed away. Sorry, I should. I shouldn't joke. He's a good buddy of mine. I should make those morbid jokes. I apologize. He's sleeping. That's what he's doing. He's sleeping. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I apologize. I appreciate everyone um, chiming in on, on the chat. I didn't really pay much attention to it, so I apologize for that. Uh, but. Thanks very much, guys, for joining us. Uh, Darren, where can people find you? DriveTeslaCanada.ca. There you go. For all the best, like I said last week and the week before, don't let don't let the Canada part fool you. I mean, obviously, he concentrates on Canada and stuff like that, but he's, that website is a wealth of knowledge and information for any kind of Tesla, whether you don't have to live in Canada to go to that site. And it's not just, you're going to get Canadian information. You're going to get worldwide international news and information on that website. Awesome. Awesome website. I thought when you first started off, it was going to be, Oh, good. We have a Canadian uh, perspective and it's going to be Canadian centered, um, which it is, but it's gone beyond that. And it's, it's, it's bigger than that. It's, it's, you cover all the Tesla news worldwide which is good i appreciate that thank you very much and no if uh, if blue planet is still watching um you can go to the, my website and as we talk about the 
uh, Model Y, SR Model Y, and Y, and in regards to the federal rebate. Oh, and it's, I see here about the seven seater. Yeah, and the five seater as well. Yeah, yep. Um, you know what? I saw your last article just before we go, and I'll get to you in a second, Dan. I apologize. Um, I saw your article. I agree with you. I think the reason they're holding off, because now they're holding off in Ontario, I think in the next little while, the next few days, we're going to hear something that they're going to make it happen here. I, 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 I don't see any other reason why they would be delaying delays no, all across exactly. the Exactly. Exactly. So. We were uh, very keen on picking up on that. Cool. Dan, thank you very much for coming on the show. I see oh, you. Thanks for big, having me. Big uh, Wings fan there in the background there. Yeah, or... I am. It's a sad day today. Oh, did they lose? I think so. I'm just getting a lot of notifications on my phone. I don't want to check them. Okay. Oh, you're you're not just a Wings. You you like everything Detroit. I see a, a Tiger logo behind you. Too. No, that's uh, that's the Red Wings up there. That's the uh, Winter Is Classic. It? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, oh, the Classic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, there's win the Winter Classic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the Winter Classic. Okay, my my ignorant apologies. But where can people find you? I am on Northern Tesla on YouTube and uh, Northern Tesla or Northern underscore Tesla on Twitter as well. Yes, Dan puts out some very very informative uh, videos on YouTube. Go check him out. Another underrated YouTube channel uh, amongst all the Tesla YouTube channels, which some of them are overrated in my opinion, but I, I love them all. But this one is underrated. Go if you haven't if you haven't checked out Dan's channel, go check it out. Northern Tesla on YouTube, and if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And uh, of course, Franklin was here. He would plug my channel. Uh, but if you're watching and you're listening now or after the fact, there's no need to. This is why I don't do it. This is why I tell Franklin there's no need to. But uh, check me out on you on uh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, Tesla talks. I almost forgot Twitter. I, have, I haven't wasn't on it much today. I was too busy uh, and too interested with the uh, Wall Street bets stuff going on. Um, and, of course, Facebook and all the groups, the Canadian Model Y group, the Canadian Model 3 group, and the um, I even have a, a Cybertruck group too. So there's I know there's lots of Cybertruck groups are, are there on Facebook, but uh, I have a small one that's uh, up and coming, and I think it'll start to pick up as more news comes like anything else uh, of the Cybertruck, just like how the Y was small in, in its infancy, and when the Y uh, got announced and got revealed, and sorry, not revealed, then uh, the channel picked up as more people got them in their hands. So check out those groups if you can, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it very much. We'll be here next week. Uh, probably these three guys again if they're available. Uh, if not, uh, Franklin resurrects himself. Maybe him. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Take care, Thanks. everyone. See you.